I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Half time around the country. Well, there only are three games uh, today. And then tomorrow afternoon, it's the bottom half of the table. It's the final Fixtures of the season, the final league season. Do you think it's been a quick season? What do you think? It's been so different without the fans. I, I think it has flown in, but I hear some saying it's been a long season. John, what do it's you reckon? It's been a yeah. long season, but it's been great to have yeah. football in the calendar, hasn't it? I remember when we got it back on. Remember there'd been nothing because of coronavirus, yeah. and when it came back on, remember the German the German matches, and yeah. we're all looking forward to watching them. But it wasn't the same, and it's not the same without yeah. fans. But you tell that to the Rangers fans today, who are exactly. you know celebrating mm. the title, and please. Stay, stay in your bubble. Stay at home. Please don't head out to uh, Ibrooks or into George Square. Um, let's keep the heat and uh, stay on top of the virus. So we've got Stephen Craigan with us, John Hartson, Paul Cooney at half time. Rangers are leading by two goals to nil, and I think Stephen, we've got to say it's uh, two own goals. Yeah. yeah, and it's been very comfortable for Rangers. You know, I think a lot of people expected that when they looked at the Aberdeen team, and uh, you know they lost out in their. Uh, last opportunity on Wednesday night against Hibs to finish third in the table. Uh, Hibs beat them by a single goal to nil. John touched on it. Christian Dodge got the winner. So Aberdeen have nothing really to play for apart from personal pride. They have a lot of changes to make in the summer. There's only three players who are out of contract who are starting the game today. So that tells you Stephen Glass is trying to pick the players who will be in potentially in his plans next year. But you give a goal away after four minutes against Rangers, it just you know means they can put the shoulders back, relax a little bit. Uh, Aberdeen had a had a decent spell after that. In fact, it was James Tavernier's cross that came into the box. Young Jack McKenzie deflected it and somehow Joe Lewis managed to punch it into his net. Second goal was a deflection yet. Ryan Kent down the left-hand side. Him and Joe Rebo have linked up really well. He pulled it back. Kimar Roof made a great run across Jack McKenzie. He got a touch and then bounced off McKenzie again and into the back of the net. So it may be two own goals, but I don't think Stephen Gerrard or Rangers will mind. John Hartson nil-nil with Celtic, but before that, uh, you were admiring the cross from James Tavernier. It's every week whenever he plays. I know he's, he's missed a lot of uh, football this season. Patterson's come in and done really really well in his absence but he's always going to come back in he's been he's such a pivotal player for Rangers the captain um, and what I like about him is as a striker it, when he gets an opportunity to whip that ball into the box with precision and power you know that that in-swinger that the keeper is not quite sure yep. how far to come, come off his go. line mm-hmm. and the defenders are almost backing off mm-hmm. and he does it with just great pace and he, it's just it's just total fantastic quality that he has. And he doesn't hang around. He gets a yard and it's whip. It's into the heart of that box. And if the Rangers players are not on the end of it, it causes problems. The thing that causes problems in football matches is crosses into the box. Mm-hmm. How do the defenders deal with them? You know, they could miss kick one all of a sudden, but get the ball in the box. That's what, co- that's what causes... Uh, Havoc for defenders. And you're um, watching it here with uh, Ryan Kent for the second goal, getting to the byline and getting the ball into the box for Roof. Well, Kemar Roof, he makes a great run there. That's the only place that Ryan Kent can actually cut the ball back to. And if, if Kemar Roof doesn't make that run, then the defence cl- clear it pretty easily. 
Um, but you know what? But it's true, Dylan. Yeah. And, and it's, 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 there's no way back for that. But, but that's I, can't, a re- I can't see a way but back. That's a recognition you're talking about, John. Ryan mm. Kent's on the byline. I hear watching football games and you see a winger or a fullback getting to a byline and you think he's under pressure. He's just wanting to dig across it. He's probably going to put it into the front area and the centre forward peels to the back post. You've got mm. to recognise where your player right. is. Yeah. And more often than that, where the ball is a good chance of landing. And that's what I like about Kamar Roof. He instinctively yes. thinks, well, he's under pressure. He's probably going to put it there. I'll gamble and see what happens. He's and that's a good why player, Steve. I said the other week, you know, you, you go to Anderlecht from, from Leeds um, for £7 million. You know, he's, he's a good player. You know, he's, he's, you know yeah. he makes good runs for me and he can finish as well when he gets in. It's a 2-0 to Rangers at halftime. They will get the title, the presentation of that trophy, the magnificent Premiership trophy, which you know well, John, it's mm-hmm. going to Rangers. It goes from, I suppose it's been at Celtic Park until, when did it actually move, I wonder? Uh, what, you mean as in this season? Yeah, when they, uh, when they actually take, take it away. Out, yeah. yeah, I wonder, you hold on to well, it until... they take it out and then they get a replica, is that right? I think Celtic will get a replica so, yeah, off. But they won the league, Rangers seasons. won the league, what, three or four weeks ago? Oh yeah, was it? 7th of March. Yeah. 7th of March, So, yeah. anyway, it's just so one I of those... I would imagine uh, it would yeah. be Harry Brooks by now. <laughs> Half-time at Easter Road, nil-nil, John. Not a lot to report in the first half. El Yanusi, we heard you saying, had a, had a great opportunity. And then that free kick, which uh, Edward had the ball in the back of the net. It was a strange yeah. situation, the free kick, because Edward is over it, so was Ryan Christie, but Edward, he hits it and it is curling away, but it's gone right in the top corner. But the referee, Willie Collum, have seen the Hibs wall. They just jumped slightly as Edward was almost taking his, his run up to hit the ball and his hand came up. Willie Collum almost said, stop, we have to take it again. We've got to get the wall back in place. Edwards hits it right into the top corner. So, but what the referee's alibi, what his get out would be, my hand was in the air. I actually told you to stop mm-hmm. before you hit it. Um, but that was a shame for Celtic because it was a great goal, great goal from Edward. But it's Elianusi as well, then that's been involved in everything good that Celtic have done. Uh, he's had a couple of opportunities, and Marciano uh, saved Hibbs uh, halfway through the first half with a brilliant fingertip save which just went around the post from El Yanusi. But I expect Celtic to make a couple of changes. You look at got Dembele on the bench. Bench, you've got um, uh, James Forrest. James Forrest. Lee Griffiths, I'd like to yeah. see get a little bit of a run to give him a little boost before we go off in the summer. It's one of the stories of the season, isn't it? What happened to Lee Griffiths? Mm. And could he still play for Scotland? He had a chance the other night when he came on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. But as he played enough football, maybe, you know, I would take him because I just think he's that, he's just a natural but how fit is he because he hasn't played an awful mm-hmm. lot there's all these things going to come into it when Steve Clark is thinking of his final 26 um, mm. I would take a gamble on him because we saw what we done what he done against England a couple of years ago where he hit them two free kicks mm. he's, a, he's a special type of uh, talent isn't yeah. he league? does he have to be I didn't have to be at my fittest to score mm-hmm. goals yeah. you know I was a bit of a natural I, I scored goals in big games because I had that sort of lack of yeah. being in there at the right place and I think what was your first goal for Celtic I've got a reason for asking you my first goal was uh, it was a hat-trick it was a, yeah. against Dundee United so Dundee United when you scored your first goal I was on the radio with Davy Proven mm-hmm. and Davy said John Hart's because you didn't score initially did you no, that'd be right well, yeah. I, I, it yeah. took me about six or seven games right. but they weren't old starts they, I was okay. coming off the bench so I don't know if you can include them in a, in a, in no I know what you mean so, you, yeah. right. so you've been there for a couple of months and Davy Proven when you got your first goal said John Hartson will score goals for fun at Celtic. Mm. I always remember that and how true yeah. it was. How many well, goals? I got 110. Um, Just 110. <laughs> I, I had two back yeah. operations in, yeah, in that time yeah. as well. Um, played under two great managers, you know, Martin and, and Gordon. They were fantastic. They played me, they believed in me. 
the first time around under Martin, you know, I, I think everybody would see that. You know, I've just called us not legends, but yeah. um, apart from Henry, but that, that was yeah. a, that was a really special team, all internationals, yeah. uh, lots of quality in that in that team, and what what a time I had personally. Well, Mark Guidi yesterday in the program, and he's back on tomorrow with Barry. He said last night that to Brendan Rodgers, the best coach that Celtic have ever had. I immediately thought, well, Jockstein, mm. and uh, Barry uh, said Martin O'Neill. So he's going to answer it tomorrow because yeah. uh, we ran out of time last night. For Rangers, mm. they want to be legends. Certainly, they are the talk of the town. It's Rangers' yeah. year, two 0 at halftime against uh, Aberdeen, and they want to get the hundred and two points, yeah. which which they will do. They will surely, do. they probably will do. Yeah, they will do. The clean sheets, thirteen in the league this season. Thirteen goals is all mm. they've lost. Yeah, and they would need what another? What's the turnaround? They would need goals. I think they're plus seventy seven at the minute, right? And Celtic were plus seventy to eighty one. So four goals would yeah, equal. Yeah. That be right. Five goals. Yeah. Is is that Mark well, did say last night? Look out for a high-scoring Rangers tomorrow. They could just go go crazy. Listen, yeah. Paul. I've been on here as an ex-Celtic player, but you can't pay Rangers enough superlatives yep. this season yep. for what they've gone and done. Unbeaten, conceded thirteen goals, which is remarkable. Um, they're on record to go hit over a hundred points. Uh, it's been a great season for them on a, on, on, on a personal note for Stevie Gerrard. He's got his first trophy as Rangers manager. They've stopped the 10 in a row, which is as much as Rangers would have wanted to have done that, as much as what it meant for Celtic to achieve it, is mm -hmm. stop the 10. Never been done before. And he's come in and he's managed to do it. Not only just do it, but absolutely cruise the title. That's what Rangers have done this season. And Celtic fans listening to me, they know... They might not want to hear it, but they know Celtic have to respond. Otherwise, you might see Rangers just, you know, being the number one team in Scotland for several more years if Celtic don't um, don't attempt to bring the right person in and bring the right players in. Well, Rangers not back out yet at Ibrox. The curtain comes down on the this team really for Celtic. They have some new ones, and obviously the, the Turnbulls, Sorrow on the bench, uh, but Celtic are back out. Any changes at halftime? We're just looking to see. It's on uh, Hibs TV. See David Tanner there in the chair. I can't see um, it at the I minute. Mean, yep. It looks pretty much the same. It looks pretty much the same. You don't yeah, often get changes at half time. No, do maybe you? after yep. 10, 15 minutes, I think John might, if it's still nil nil, mm. uh, irrespective of it being nil, I just think one or two of the lads on the bench need a bit of a run. Let's see what they can do. At Ibrox, Aberdeen have come out for the second half. I saw Dave Cormack up there in the stand. Douglas Park must be a very proud chairman mm. of the football club the way that uh, he's turned things around at Ibrox in the past uh, couple of years Dave King also you know, deserves praise in, in his period in charge uh, and Rangers they're loving it today and, and Stephen Gerrard manager of the month he's made such a difference and, and he's heightened mm. um, the expectations I mean, Celtic will have to improve as John Hartson said but also the attention in Scottish football you got it under Brendan yeah. Rodgers you know Sky would be here more than ever yeah. you know in the general run of the Sky Sports News they love to go when it was Brendan mm. Rodgers and they love to go under uh, Stephen Gerrard yeah listen it's good for the profile of the game it doesn't mean that to necessarily mean sorry that, that people will throw money at the league but it just means it, it, it's the stand and takes a step up. People around the world know the iconic name of Steven Gerrard. People around the world knew the name of Brendan Rodgers. They had an interest in Scottish football. So if it draws new supporters and draws headlines and draws coverage, it can only be good for the game. But ultimately, as a manager, you you know, to continue that, you've got to win trophies. And Steven Gerrard knew that, which is why this season was huge for him personally. As much as he's enjoying it just now, he knew, Paul, 
if he didn't win the league this season and Celtic got 10 in a row, he may be out of a job. So he's turned it around and it's been great for him. Hornby and Campbell on. Camberry has gone off. We'll give you more of that in a second or two. And actually, what you just said, there's no sponsors in the league. There's no sponsors no. of the Cup. And actually, with the Stephen Gerrards and Eddie Howe, we think the era will start next week. Surely, uh, for Neil Doncaster, uh, Ian Maxwell at the SFA, and their teams come on. Hopefully, well, I'm uh, sure they'll be working hard to bring in sponsors because well, there's some good so. football. But also, it's a tough time to go to businesses now after yeah. a year of no income to say, can you come and sponsor our cup? Can you? I think uh, I think Premier Sports have taken the League Cup. Yeah, is it from next season onwards? I think so. Season part of their coverage, you know, so, yeah. so at least they've got a little bit of something from that. But certainly, the you know the Scottish Premiership should have a title name. You know, should have a sponsor there somewhere along the line. There's always a story in Scottish football. There's big clubs involved. There's big games, and here today on presentation day, you know the the league doesn't have a sponsor. Very very poor. We've just kicked off at Ibrox for the second half. There's Connor Goldson, another player who was vying for Player of the Year. Um, Rangers have had so many claims to that position this year. Um, Jack Ross wasn't mentioned at all for the Manager of the Year and uh, some people were surprised about it but Stephen Gerrard as Manager of the Year uh, for the Football Writers and for the Premiership no surprise really he he deserves it as the as the match gets underway more goals in this do you think? Do you think Rangers are going to go for it and try and Yeah possibly yeah I, th- I think the manager is probably relentless with the players you know let's go and finish it off it's the last 45 minutes of the season let's go and put a show on uh, you know for the for the uh, for the general people who are watching at home what about yourself uh, yeah. Stephen well, listen, that, yeah. that, that's I don't think Stephen Gerrard will have too much management to do today no. you know the players know what they have to do themselves it's all about showing that appetite you've worked hard to put yourself in this position so enjoy it but you only enjoy it by playing well and by scoring goals and by winning the game comfortably so that's something that the players will take personally. The next goal is themselves. massive, Stephen. Is if Aberdeen get it, oh, we got you know we got a little bit of a uh, of a game. But uh, if Rangers get it, I actually think it's um, it's game over now. Possibly, you know, two 0 up, cruising. Yeah, listen, Aberdeen are knocking the ball about, and I think that's the style that Stephen Glass wants to implement, building from the back and playing through the thirds of the pitch. But they don't really go anywhere. You know, they have plenty of possession. They're knocking the ball about, and they're getting plenty of touches. But I don't think Alan McGregor's had a save to make all afternoon, so that tells you all you need to know. Stephen, where do you think that they will be uh, improving over the summer or adding to the squad? Um, central defence? Well, I, I've said before, I think they need someone to play wide on the right-hand side. I know Fashion Sakala has come in, so whether Ryan Kent and him can play in the same team or Sakala wants to play off the left, that's his preferred position. Ryan Kent can play there, but certainly if Sakala can play off the right, it just adds a little bit more pace. That was the one thing they commented on after signing Sakala himself and Ross Wilson was that they wanted to add a little bit more pace in the forward area. So you Scott right in there who hopefully will be a little bit more uh, settled in the Rangers jersey so he will be certainly pushing for, for a jersey. I would like to see them bring in maybe like a playmaker in midfield mm-hmm. someone who can dictate the game as much as Stephen Davis is doing it from a bit deeper someone a little bit higher up. You know when you look at you've got Scott Arfield you've got Ryan Jack you've got Joe Rebo I'm saying not all similar, but you like someone just with a little bit of magic. I think they tried it with Yanis Hadji. He's done okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still room for improvement in him, but I just think a real dominant midfield player who will be... I think that's why they brought in Zungu, wasn't uh-huh. it? Thinking he would be that guy and he hasn't really lived up to it. So something along that ilk. And then it'll be interesting to see who they keep, who moves on, because you can't just keep signing players. You can't just keep adding to your squad. You've got Balogun, you've got Hollander, you've got George Edinson to come back, you've got Jack Simpson, you've got Connor Goldson. Um, who do you think Nicola Katic as well they've got six centre-halves you can't keep all six if Douglas Park came to Steam Gerrard and said look we need to lose one of our 
big hitters, mm. if you like, one of the ones who've played mm. a huge role um, this season in Rangers being so convincing and good. Or do you think, you know, Stephen could possibly go, well, if I have to lose one, it's going well, to be him? You have to think of the value. Oh, what a what chance. What a chance for Aberdeen. Oh, he had to score. Wow. Fraser Hornby hasn't scored since he came to Aberdeen either. You know, Derek I, think he's, I, think he, I think he's there, but he just miskicks the ball. Here's here's the rerun, Stephen. Yeah, listen, it's a good ball in by by Ran Hedges, and oh, it, he's there. Yeah. He actually gets a foot to it and knocks it wide. Jack Simpson gets a gets attracted to uh, Johnny Hayes, who makes a run across. He has to do that, but then you're looking at the back post with Joe Rebo I think it is he has to tuck himself in that's I suppose the unnatural side of Joe Rebo playing at left back he doesn't have a, a defensive instinct yeah. in his mind they've got away with it probably wouldn't have mattered in the game anyway but it's certainly Rangers have to be careful you know they don't allow Aberdeen back into it it would matter to Alan McGregor though wouldn't it <laughs> yeah well, absolutely yeah, it would do absolutely yeah. no doubt about it but just following on yeah. from a conversation John you yeah. asked the question mm-hmm. I mean the ones we spoke about the other night Borna Barisic possibly mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn Kamara or Alfredo Morales. I would think that would be the three who would probably command what would you get the biggest from prices. I was asked this question mm-hmm. the other night about um, about Edouard, mm-hmm. and I said probably roughly twenty now, mm-hmm. um, around about that ball point figure. What, what would you say, Morales? Not quite as much. No. Would you look at anything between ten and fifteen? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With then uh, further add-ons, if he's sold on again, or if he makes so many appearances, or he gets goals. You would think they would try and add it up, uh, try and add it up as they go. So, I I would be surprised if anyone would play pay any more than fifteen million pounds mm. straight up. They'd be add-ons to maybe make it up. Because Leo were looking around that area, weren't they? Leo last were looking, summer, Rangers looking, wanted eighteen. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be fair, he had a more productive season last season mm-hmm. than he's had this season. I know some people say, oh, but he's adding to his game. Yeah. His hold-up play is good. His link-up play is good. But for Alfredo Morales as a centre forward, John, I'll yeah. tell you, in his own game and his own progression. Mm. It's goals that will count for him, and other clubs may look at goals return also. But the money's not in the game anywhere, you know, no, because well, of COVID going well, on for yeah, such a long time. Yeah. No fans in for such uh, for well a year and a quarter yeah. now. Virtually. But also, Rangers yeah. spoke about building up their asset base. Yeah, mm. but when you build up an asset base, you know, the only way to get money for it is you have to sell them. You know, <laughs> Stephen Ridge is still two up, fifty-one minutes gone, but it's a free kick for Aberdeen, twenty-five yards out. Yeah, Dylan McGeoch and, and Ran Hedges are over. And he, he's been a player they've missed, Ran Hedges. He's been probably their best player of the season. Um, but he's missed the last few weeks under Stephen Glass. But they're certainly having a go, you know. Mm, Stephen yeah. Glass's message yep. at half-time will be... They are having a go. Listen, we're losing 2-0. You know, I, I don't mean we go, you know, want to go and lose 4 or 5, but go and have a go at the game. Don't come away here after and think, we could have tried a bit more, we could have committed more yep. men forward. Wonder what John Kennedy was saying at half time, nil nil, and that would be his last team talk as interim manager. Yeah, I think he'll want a little bit more. Uh, I, th- I think um, Celtic had the majority of the ball, they, they had the majority of possession, but against this opposition, um, who are, you know, digging in defensively, making it difficult for Celtic, in terms of the quality uh, that Celtic have on the pitch, the, the Turnbulls, the Christies. You know the Edwards, the Elianusis, that they, they should have been creating more, and obviously not not so much because one of the one of the problems Celtic have had this season, Paul, is not taking their opportunities, mm. not taking their chances. It's happened in a couple of Celtic Rangers games where Celtic have had early opportunities to take leads in the game, and they haven't been able to do it. They haven't been clinical enough with their finishing, and it, it looks like it's, you know, it's, it could be, it could be a difficult afternoon if they don't take one of these chances they keep getting. 
Go Radio football show with OPC Energy Limited, Glasgow's newest radio station. Rangers still two up. Aberdeen players, a few claims there, something in the box. Maybe they wanted a penalty, but it's 2 0 for Rangers. We'll hear about that in a moment or two. Hibs nil, Celtic nil, and there's still no scoring in Perth at McDermott Park. Uh, the match uh, underway. A massive 45 minutes ahead for both teams who would love to have European football next season. What a story it's been for St. Johnson. Must be one of the lowest budgets in the league. Mm. Has to be, certainly. One of the bottom six. Yeah. I know they're very oh, much absolutely. top six, but it's got to be, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean, the season tickets, they've got about 3,000, I think. I don't yeah. think they've, you know, they're not 10... Thousand, I mean, Aberdeen have got what twelve thousand or so. That just that's the mm-hmm. difference in size. So nil nil there. And uh, yeah, I think we're going to take a break in a second or two. Maybe get your cup of tea, John. That's what you want. <laughs> I put the kettle on. And uh, yeah, that's it. You're missing nothing. We'll be back in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show Saturday afternoon and it's still Rangers two up but my goodness Stephen Craig and what a chance there for Aberdeen we've just had the miss of the season Lewis Ferguson uh, it was a good play by Aberdeen it was, yeah, it was Fraser Hornby got in down the left hand side I thought he was going to shoot he squared it along about the six yard box and Lewis Ferguson all he had to do was tap the ball into the net I'm not too sure if his hand was up and he was celebrating but he's hit it off the crossbar it's bounced down he's claiming it's over the line it's not but what a chance for Aberdeen to get back in this game. Rangers have been really slack at the start of the second half. Second opportunity to score for the visitors. It's just, it's just coming again. Hornby across. Oh, incredible. I don't know why he's lifting it off the ground. Just simply take the pressure off the ball, roll it along the line. Alan McGregor give up. He put his hands up. But still 2-0 Rangers. Join what happened? Oh, wait, wait till you see this miss. You know, it can happen, yeah. of course, but Lewis Ferguson's got an open goal inside the six-yard box and for an unknown reason to me, he's actually hit the crossbar. We've seen it again now, slowing it down. The ball across is perfect and he's just hit the crossbar. Yeah. But, but I was talking to Joe Rebo earlier about yeah. his defensive instinct, mm-hmm. him again. Mm-hmm. He, you know, yeah. he's inside, he's ball watching, Lewis Ferguson runs beyond him and he thinks, what you know, what now? He's done, he's dead in that position. Well, so that's Aberdeen's second big opportunity yeah. in the second mm-hmm. half. If they could have got one of them, you know, they could have been a bit of a game changer because yeah. they get a bit of momentum from that, a bit of confidence, but they've taken neither chance. Stephen Gerrard will not be happy, although he'll be happy that... Uh, Lewis Ferguson missed that opportunity but he'll want to see more now maybe Aberdeen giving it everything at the start of the second half because they went in uh, two goals down at half time Celtic are still nil-nil John what's happening at Easter Road? Well Callum McGregor's getting on the ball more for Celtic he's just slipped in uh, Odson Edward there but the McGregor Darren McGregor for Hibs has been outstanding this afternoon he's been a rock this is an interesting one on the hour clock yeah. Lee Griffiths and James Forrest being brought on for Celtic so this could give them a little bit of a spark. Ryan Christie coming off. And who's the other one coming off? Uh, Forrest and Griffiths coming on. Mm-hmm. Scott Brown possibly? No. Chris- Scott Brown play a full game, do you think? Take- he oh, took yeah. him off during the week, didn't he? 63 minutes Surely during the week. Surely take yeah. him off. Just waiting to see. Uh, no, it was Edward. Mm. What? So <laughs> Edward Christie off. So Edward comes off. Griffiths comes off. What happened to yeah. the partnership of, of uh, Edward and Griffiths? I don't know. But Edward Strange, John. John, why would you do? Why would you do that? I don't understand. Yeah, but you yeah. go back to uh, Griffiths not playing early on in the season, not starting, and then he come off the bench, and then he got sadly got a trouble a few times, got yeah. the winning goal, but he's just not been able to have that good run of games, and he's 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 playing right from the start. He's been in out. For himself, Lee Griffiths, it must be a, a frustrating time for him. But um, 
Yeah, that's a strange one, Edward coming off. Why not play them together? Mm. Maybe it's because Elianusi's having a really good game. Uh, maybe yeah. he just wanted to keep Elianusi on the pitch. John Hudson gets his cup of tea. Uh, milk, well, is Rogelie, it? Yeah. Mike. <laughs> yeah, a... uh, uh, Stephen, they're just yeah. showing that one again. And Lewis Ferguson, such a great young player, only 21 years old, but he will be. But he's got a great attitude. And uh, as Rangers come forward, trying to make it number three, Kemar Roof, it's 3 0 Rangers. Yeah, it just shows you, doesn't it? If you don't take your chances at one end, and you leave yourself exposed and you're open. Aberdeen are trying to play, but the problem is when you lose the ball and you're expansive, you leave gaps and spaces for Rangers. That's what they want, isn't it? You know, yep. it's Morelos alongside Andy Considine. Tommy Hoban comes across. It's a poor ball back into the middle of the pitch. Uh, Andy Considine's trying to cover him, but Kimar Roof, I think it's his 18th goal of the season, possibly, um, just opens his body up in the middle of the 18-yard box, 18 yards from goal, and just slots the ball down to the right-hand side of Joe Lewis. If it wasn't game set and match before that, I think it is now. And they may be closing in and they may now start to think about the goals you're talking about, Paul. That's them on plus 78. You have to get the 71, so three more and it would level it. But um, yeah, Aberdeen, masters of their own downfall, exposing themselves, giving the ball away in dangerous areas. And when you do that against the mm. best team in Scotland, then you get punished. Or yeah. if, if Celtic lose a goal, then uh, it becomes plus 80. John, for Celtic, uh, anything else happening? Still nil-nil, no, no, they made really, the changes. Uh, yeah. Turnbull just, just put Lee Griffiths in, but his first touch was uh, just a little bit array to his left. Couldn't quite get the shot off. Um, Jermaine Defoe, half an hour on the clock left. I wouldn't be surprised if Jermaine Defoe got himself on the score sheet and you said that at half time oh, didn't you what a yeah. player he's been over the uh, years and just um, when you talk about that with him going off you're asking the question will he be sold could this be his last appearance in a Rangers jersey for Alfredo Morales we don't know you know there's been talk that he could go in the summer all we know is that he's coming off and as per usual with 30 minutes to go he's not happy <laughs> he doesn't want to come off he thinks there's goals there for him today but yeah Jermaine Defoe is on Jermaine Defoe just hemorrhages goals doesn't he he yeah. just hemorrhages yep. goals he's, he's just that's his, what his whole game has been about all his career West Ham Portsmouth Spurs Everywhere he's been, he's just smashed goals in for fun. Scott Arfield has come on for Yanis Hadji. And Stephen, as you said that, that was just two minutes after the same thing happened uh, from Celtic's point of view because off went uh, the striker as well. Will we ever see him in a Celtic jersey, Edward? Well, well, yeah, well, Edward, absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know, so Edward going off. It's exactly yeah. with Morelos, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You're spot on, obviously, yeah. uh, nearly off at the same time. So it'll be interesting to see what both clubs did, uh, decide to do in the summer. I would think there's more of a chance of Morelos being at Rangers next year than there is of Edward being at Celtic. But uh, listen, both players, whether they stay or whether they don't, they've been great for our game. They've scored goals. They've sparked debate. Uh, you know, they've had quality. They've been making the headlines for different reasons at times, but certainly two top-class players. Uh, the latest is still nil-nil at Perth. A great counter-attack from St. Johnson a few moments ago was snuffed out at the last. Rooney surged forward and possession switched to Booth via Wotherspoon, but the left-back's cross was clutched by Strychek, uh, who's a, a more than decent goalkeeper, isn't he? Mm. The Levy yeah, goalkeeper? He is, yeah, he's very yeah. good. He's got McCrory as well, yeah, obviously. McCrory as well. Yeah. But it's, it's just, it's disappointing for Davy Martin dealing with players because they put yeah. themselves in such a good position. You just wonder during that 13-game unbeaten run, you know, they probably overachieved, Paul. At times, they weren't playing particularly well and they were winning games. And David Martindale would probably tell you now, in the last seven or eight weeks, they've maybe played better than what they did during that spell, but they just haven't had the results. You know, they've given up cheap goals. So, But for Livingston to be in the top six and have a chance of European football in the last day of the season speaks volumes for them. Is momentum and luck almost the same thing in some ways? <laughs> yes. Yeah, momentum yeah. is... Momentum for me is, is, is a team that... Uh, 
possibly winning games without being at their best because they're in this good form. There's a good feel-good factor around the training ground, in the dressing room. And sometimes, yeah, managers want a, want a good performance. They want, they want their formation, whatever they've set out, the philosophy to play well. They want it to work as a formation. But you know what? It's all about winning. You've got to have that big W on, on your record. Oh, I'll tell you what, Ryan Hedge has almost scored, I'm not saying one of the goals of the season, but one of Aberdeen's certainly best goals of the season. He picked the ball up, probably 40, 50 yards from goal, and he just glides by Stephen Davis. He jumps in between Joe Rebo. He takes Connor Goldson on, gets beyond him, and but for a great save from Alan McGregor. He cuts in from the right-hand side of the 18-yard box, fires it low across, but Alan McGregor, I mean, that's what we're talking about, why you know he's, he's highly regarded and got the SPFL Premiership Player of the Year. Or Player of the Year? Player of the Month? Player of the Year? Player of the Year. Player of the Year he got, I it was. think, yeah. Yeah, because of yeah. a really good save down to his right-hand side. But listen, Ryan Hedges has been... Aberdeen's probably the most impressive player today. They've missed just, him so much. Yeah, they, they have. He just yep. takes players on. He's different than what they have in the team. Mm. He doesn't just pass the ball on a midfield or run into the box. He's a dribbler. He takes people out of the game. Great save, McGregor. John, that was a bit of style there, wasn't it? It was a good old fashioned uh, piece of play there by Hedges. It was yeah. a great play. He's powering through, skipped past a few Rangers players. I don't know whether they're getting a little bit complacent. Well, listen, naturally, I think 3-0 up, they're obviously thinking the game's they're done. They're thinking about the champagne yeah, and the beers. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're thinking might, holidays, they're, they're thinking they're, champagne. They're, they're, thinking, you know. they're thinking beach, they're thinking flip-flops. Yeah, yeah thinking everything. Not that they can go anywhere enough. No. Well, it's opening up though, isn't it? Portugal yeah. opening up. I see the, the Champions League final. It is going to be in Porto. Portugal. And now we know the fans can get in. It's been yeah. changing everywhere every day. Yeah. But the fans uh, can stadium, get in. Great stadium, you know. I played there. Celtic in the Champions League. It's a great stadium. Is Porto, yeah. By the it's a bowl. Yep. It's a bowl. Uh-huh. There's no gaps. Fantastic stadium. Yeah. Yeah. We got beat 4 0, but. Uh, was that 4 0? It was yeah. a good experience. <laughs> James them, remembers next beat door. Them, yeah. Beat them 1 0 at home yeah. and we lost 4 0 away. Yeah. yeah. I was there with Rangers years Carvalho ago. Carvalho, it was. Yep. Remember the was Chelsea centre back? Yeah. What a play he was, by yeah. the way. That's John Hartson, Stephen Craig, and Paul Cooney here on the Go Radio Football Show. We are almost yeah, midway through the second half. Rangers uh, in a canter. They're three up against Aberdeen. It was two own goals. Uh, Kemar Rufus involved in the second. Uh, Tavernier, the first. And then the third one, it was Kemar Rufus. Aberdeen try a corner into the box it's headed away though by Connor Goldson who's played every minute of this season this uh, title winning season for Rangers it's Rangers day they're going to celebrate afterwards as they come forward to Jermaine Defoe will we see him back here next year well, could well do you know be, what? Yeah. Uh, that's the big question at what yeah. 38 years of age yeah. I think Jermaine yeah. Defoe is is it worthwhile or what kind of finances would come into it because when you look at listen he scored goals this season of course he has but he hasn't played an awful lot does that then you know, plug a gap for a young player trying to make his way into the team or step up to the first team squad and try and get experience. I mean, Stephen Gerrard said we will let him make his own mind up. I think they want him around the club in some aspect, Paul, whether that's coaching, whether that's getting involved with young players, I don't know, but I think someone of his personality and his ilk and his attitude and quality, I, I, I think it's hard to let him go. John Hartson, what would you do? Well, it all depends what Jermaine Defoe wants to do. And as um, Stephen just alluded to him, Stephen Gerrard has, has let the decision be down to him. There's a, there's a there's a deal there for him. He might have to take a little bit of a cut on what he's yeah. on. I don't know if he's going to sign a new deal. Um, or he might he might want to um, play every week, Jermaine Defoe. He might have other offers. Or he might want to do a little bit what Scott Brown's done. He might want to go into the coaching side of things. Steven Gerrard might say, look, you can take a few sessions here with his experience, all, all better to coach the strikers than Jermaine Defoe. Good point. What's happening, Hibs and Celtic, John Hartson? Not an awful lot. It's been a disappointing <laughs> yeah. second half uh, by Celtic. They made a couple of changes. Um, 
Griffiths has come on and uh, Christie's gone off, Edward's gone off. So, you know, Celtic, they've just a little bit of ponderous in front of goal and they haven't got that spark today about mm. them, uh, certainly in the second half. But there's 20 minutes to go, but if Celtic don't beat Hibs today, a second string Hibs, mm. uh, it would have been a disappointing day for them. Because, John, they had a spark the other night against uh, St. Johnson, who also, you know, were... Minus a few key players because of COVID and with the cup final coming. But today, a different atmosphere, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Marciano's played well. He mm-hmm. made a great save from El Yunusi. Uh, but listen, goalkeepers are there to make saves. You've, you've got to show more. You've got to have a little bit more about you in that Celtic jersey to go and uh, a McGregor or a Turnbull to go and create something for the centre forwards, you know. You d- deliver into them. They're, they're all about service. Centre forwards, you know, thrive on mm. service and they've not had it today. Would you talk about so, substitution, Paul, just, but just when you're talking about, you know, Celtic not having uh, really anything to play for and a Hibs second string, but they've got cup final places to play for, John. They've got on the bench to play for. Maybe that's why then Hibs have, you know, got that little bit of extra spark and energy about them mm. because it, it means something a bit more. But you know yourself when you play for Celtic, every game has to mean something. Yeah. But it probably just epitomises how the season has went. Mm-hmm. Scott Wright's come on against his yeah, old team. Yeah, and Greg Stewart has come on yes. as well. That, that, that yep. could possibly be his last appearance for Rangers. I think his contract's up in the summer, so I'd be very surprised if he stays beyond that. And suppose we're getting that with a number of players because yeah. Ryan Christie went off alongside Edward. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, is that his last game? We Good don't point. know. Yep. Listen, it's all speculation because, you know, particularly at Celtic, because everything's up in the air. Nobody knows what's going on. But yeah, it's certainly be, will be an emotional day for a few players. Scott Wright was part of the success this season. You know, he spent half of it at Aberdeen. But the fact that he came early to Rangers, I mean, you know, the, the job was almost mm-hmm. done then, but he seems to have grown in stature uh, and they, they like him at Rangers and they reckon for the future he will be a big part of the Stephen Gerrard era. Some more changes uh, at Easter Road, John? Yeah, Jamie Murphy gone off and uh, big Christian Doidge has come on. Jackson Irvin has also come on for Melka Holberg. So, Dodge will go straight through the middle. Uh, We know he can score goals. Scored against Rangers this season Mm. as well, hasn't he? Dodge got the winner against Aberdeen midweek. I was trying to get into Robert Page's ear, the Welsh national team manager, to try and get him Mm. a cap on the back of his form up here, Mm. you know, but they've got the big boy Kiefer Moore, the big centre forward. They've got that big um, outball, Mm. if you like, Wales, but... Certainly, if he keeps banging in the goals, he's obviously going to get noticed. Do you know what was interesting there? Stephen Gerrard came up on screen and uh, had watched something because we were on here two or three Tuesdays ago and it was three years to the day that he was appointed as Rangers manager. And when you when you saw him in those pictures, Paul, he looked young and fresh face and it's amazing how three years Are you saying he doesn't Rangers, look? Well, no, he does. You're not allowed I, to say I, that. I'm just saying it's amazing how three years managing Rangers can suddenly make you look that wee really? bit older um, than what maybe you are. What do you think? Why do you think I am going into management, Chris? How <laughs> old would I look? John, honestly, if you, I well, you're going to be 54 just now, so if you went into management. <laughs> just me sitting here with a full head of grey hair. But, but it was interesting, we're talking about Scott Wright coming on as an ex Aberdeen yeah. player, but Greg mm-hmm. Stewart was an ex Aberdeen player as well. So. Yeah. It just shows both of those trying to make their impact. A chance a shot, there just, forward. Yeah, yeah. Just, just went wide. Okay, quick break and then we're back. It's Rangers are three up. Those are the only goals of the afternoon so far. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Final league weekend of the season. Paul Cooney with Stephen Craig and John Hartson. We'll be taking your calls in the last hour. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. And you'll miss none of the action as Rangers lift the trophy for the first time in 10 years. What's happening at Ibrook? 76 minutes gone, Stephen. 
Yeah, Rangers are in cruise control. Aberdeen had their chances at the start of the second half to, to bring the deficit down to 2-1 and potentially 2-2. They didn't take it, of course. Kamar Roof punished the money minutes after Lewis Ferguson missed an absolute sitter. Miss of the season, John says. Miss of the century. I don't know which one it was. But anyway, it's now, well, it was. It still is 3-0 to Rangers. And just during the break, I was searching something. It's Stephen Davis's 800th career game today for club and country. A phenomenal return, isn't it? Really, for 36 years of age to still be playing at the top level. You know what that miss was like? Oh, I can, oh, I can describe that miss. Remember Ronnie Rosenthal's yeah. miss for Liverpool against Villa? Yep. It was that similar to that. Just... It was, it was actually nearly identical when you yeah, think yes. you hit the crossbar. The can you remember where that game yeah. was at, John? Can you remember what, what stadium that game was at? Was it not at Villa Park? It was at Villa, Villa Park, Park yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Hibs Celtic, what's the latest, John? What's happening well, Easter Road? Forrest has made a bit of a difference. He's come on down the right-hand side. You know, we know he's got quality and, and, and pace and experience more than anything else, James Forrest. Lee Griffiths trying to get into the game. He's had a couple of touches, but... Um, no opportunities on, on either goal. And if Celtic don't go on and win this, it's, it's, it's typical of the season that they've had. Mm -hmm. An opportunity to go and pick up three points and they fail to do so if they don't go on in this next 10, 12 minutes and, and win this football match. Because they should win the game. The players and the quality they have out there have started with minus seven or eight players looking at net of their best team looking mm -hmm. at the cup final next week. Wow. Joe Rebo's gone down with a hamstring injury. Uh, he sat down, just the camera was zooming in and, and he said to James Tavernier, it's Mohammy. He must have asked him, was he okay? And he said, no. So I'm not saying there's a good time to get an injury or a hamstring injury, which could be four or five weeks out. But maybe this is it. Last day of the season, you're going to have a bit of downtime, a bit of rest time. But uh, Joe Rebo has gone off and Cedric Itzen will come on. I'm not too sure if he'll play left back or what the, what the, uh, what the system will be. But uh, Joe Rebo's season is over and finishing, unfortunately, with a hamstring injury. St Johnson and Livy are still nil-nil. Some more changes now at Easter Road. Uh, Greg Taylor going off. We'll tell you more about that in a second or two. How cruel, though, at the end of the season. I know what you mean. Yeah. He's got time now to... But can you imagine it? He's, he's planning for, you know, going wherever it was he was going to yeah. go, but he'll need treatment. Hopefully yeah. this isn't too bad, though. No. Well, his yep. summer will now be a summer of rehabilitation just to try and get himself fit and make sure... Uh, he's available for next season because it's a quick turnaround Paul I'd imagine yep. Rangers will be back at the end of June sort of July so it gives him seven or eight weeks Taylor and Elianusi have gone off and Adam Montgomery who played the other night has come on as has Karamoko Dembele so yeah, at last you're, you're seeing him everybody's yep. really excited about Karamoko and they've all seen him come through in the last two or three years what do you think? Oh, he looks a player doesn't, doesn't he? he? he looks yeah. exceptional great, great pace about him can make things happen Still very small, I would imagine, but you know what? He's uh, he's looks some player, and Celtic have just been patient with him. Very similar to the boy Foden. That man, I'm not comparing players, by the way, but in terms of the patience that Guardiola showed with Foden, an exceptional young talent, Celtic have shown the same with uh, with 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 Dembele. But you you'd like to think from next season, you know, he could be pushing for a to play to play every week from from you know right from the start. But is it not a slight concern that after the Celt the season Celtic have had and some yeah. of their players haven't been performing, there hasn't been enough of a push for to put young players in the team, John? Mm. Because let's be honest, once you know, once the league season's gone, as much as John Kennedy wants to get the job and wanted to win games, yeah. surely the, the improvement and the progression of young players has mm. got to be. You know, Celtic for me haven't put, probably put enough in. You know, Dembele being the key example, you know, he's a wonderful little talent, he's a yes. good player, but how good is he? No one knows. And getting 10 minutes here and there isn't going to 
clear people's minds or give them the better view of him. Surely he should have been in the starting team today, playing a little bit more. Getting experience, yeah. yeah. Getting experience, getting him, getting him some way ready, you know? Because if you can't play them in these games, when do when? you play them? Because right. you're not going to put him in the Champions League qualifiers. Mm. You're not going to put him against Rangers in a low firm game at the start well, of the new season. John Kennedy, Cup John Kennedy no. clearly went with his best team. He yeah. went with the team that thought could go and win the game from the off. And they've just not 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 played again, not not actually not turned up. They played nice, pretty football on the eye. Couple yeah. of opportunities from Elianusi. But again, possibly, you know, I don't want to talk too early because it's ten minutes, eight minutes to yeah. go. It, possibly another opportunity just gone. Mm-hmm. This has been the story of Celtic season. Andy Considine, I'm just looking there at Ibrox. He's uh, taking a oh. knock there. And of course, uh, on Wednesday, Stephen, we will get the Euros. We'll get the squad from the manager, Steve Clark. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, uh, I know there's a... Cr- you know, some big decisions to be made, hasn't it? You know, a lot of people yep. have been championing, John and I in particular, David Turnbull, for example, with Ryan Jack. He'll be in, gonna miss the Euros. Kenny McLean's going to mm. miss the Euros. Yep. Uh, well, but Steve Clark, I don't think anything's a guarantee. <laughs> no, right. You know, we, we've we tried to read between the lines before. We've tried to pick a squad and it, it, it's never worked out that way. But certainly Andrew Considine, will he go? Is he one of the ones that maybe, you know, might not get any minutes if he does go? So is it better to take a younger one to put him in? Ram Portis is another one. Is there a, you know, a late charge for him. He's had quite a good season. But Steve Clark has been consistent in his squad throughout. James Forrest has got to go. Just want to see James Forrest flashing onto the screen. He's got to go. You know, I'd said before previously, not even got to go. I think he's got to start. That's how good a player I think James Forrest is. The fact that he's missed a lot of the season means he should be fresh for the Euros. So it'll be interesting to see what squad he goes with, who misses out, who comes in. Will there be any surprises? I wouldn't bet that there will be. No. <laughs> no. no he's, Not uh, for Steve Clark. No. He knows what he wants. He's rigid. He's structured with the setup. He knows how he wants to play. So I don't think we'll get any any surprises. I think the pyrotechnics are going off uh, outside the stadium yeah. at this point. You can see a bit, a bit of smoke there on the on the pitch. It's uh, 82 and a half minutes gone. Rangers are leading by three goals to nil. Uh, two own goals. Tavernier fashioned the first. Uh, Kemar Roof the second. And Roof got yeah. the third. Aberdeen started well at the start of the second half, but uh, Rangers now back mm. on top. Made quite a few changes. And we're just looking at Scott right there, who had a chance too. He almost scored against his own club, his old club. Uh, Steven Gerrard, uh, the eyes of, uh, well, Europe will be watching this this afternoon. He's so well known, such a successful player. He's got a great record in Europe and he's got it now with Rangers as well, taking them to the last 16 of the Europa League two seasons running. What can he do this next season yeah, well, in the Champions well, League? Well, the challenge yep. was there for him, wasn't it, when he came in three seasons ago and, and he's you know he's completed that challenge, hasn't he? He's brought the league title back to, back to Rangers. Uh, could have won more trophies this season, but... You know, I, I just fear for Celtic slightly. If they don't get it right, you could see Rangers dominating for a good few years yet. I'm just seeing some pictures there. The social distancing has gone out the window. Uh, and Stephen Jarrett and the club are asking the fans, please stay away. Yeah. You well, you think with the day they won the league against St Merriman, it was convinced they all ran to the, the yeah. gates and the fences and cheered the supporters. I would imagine today the players would be told, stay away from that area of the pitch, get yourself down the tunnel, we'll get the trophy, we'll do what we have to do, we'll play our music, we'll have a sing-song or whatever we're going to do, but don't initiate any more connection with the fans. Yeah, they've said that. It's not going to happen today. They won't be going to the corners. There's a chance there. Lewis Ferguson desperate to get on the score sheet after that miss (laughs) earlier on. So Aberdeen piling forward. Celtic are still at nil-nil. Scott Brown, it looks as though he'll play... Yep. Yeah, Scott, well, Dara McGregor, yeah. they're the centre back for Hibs, man of the match. That's Hibs TV. So it's always going to be a home player. 
Hibs TV yeah. with Gordon Strachan's on that. Uh, but you've yeah, got Hibs man. Of course, the Hibs. Yeah, yeah. 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 that was his team so when well, he was well, a boy, still, wasn't it? He hasn't yeah. seen a performer then in the Celtic team today yeah. Yeah. that is worthy of man of the match. So that's, that says something that the centre back for Hibs. But they'll you know, they'll give it to the home the home team. Home team. Well, you sc- what, what they uh, you've scored you scored hat tricks and you've ended up as not the man of the match yeah. because uh, you know the. Yeah, I work for Ross County yeah, every week. Tell me after the Ross County man of the match. They've got to give it to him. Even if you lose four 0 you've got to try and pick out a positive. Stephen Davis picking up a yellow card there. It just shows you though the actually that sounds a bit apologist, but you know he's gone in there late, taken the player out, but five minutes of his season remaining he's and he's still in there well yeah. the fact that it flashed yeah. up he's had three yellow cards in the premiership all season he's probably been involved for about 30-35 games and when you're in the heart of midfield and you're having to make tackles and you're having to make contact with people you would expect a little bit more but I think that's where Stephen's game has evolved Paul that he reads the games better he anticipates tackles he doesn't really have to rush into things he intercepts an awful lot more but every now and again he has a wee lapse <laughs> uh, last five minutes of the game as uh Rangers would love to... It doesn't look as though they'll narrow the gap with Celtic now, so that's one of the records that they won't break. But they are invincibles. We can say it officially in a few moments. But yeah, John, they deserve it. Absolutely, they deserve it. They've been very good. And just going back to uh, Stephen Davis there, will he he ever have a better season, Craig? No, no. And he doesn't pick up the player of the year, you know. Well, uh, well, he still might. Well, they've got got that many, you know, good performances. Mm performances this season from all the players and as we said earlier you could have it could have gone to either of four or five Rangers yeah. players mm-hmm. you know they've been that good and to beat Celtic by the margin that they have you know Rangers have really turned it on this season there's no doubt about that and you've seen a couple of great saves from Alan McGregor who's mm-hmm. kept the clean sheet yet again today still three mm-hmm. minutes left three and a half minutes at Ibrox there's only uh, three minutes two minutes left at Easter Road the Scott Brown era will officially be over and there's a, a young Celtic player he's only got a year left in his contract uh, well, there was a lot of talk yeah. that he was going to be out this summer yeah. and he'd be moving on but I think mm-hmm. John Kennedy spoke about it during the week didn't he and say just to let people know he has got another year left in his contract yeah. and the only way you'll convince him to stay Paul is by allowing him to play more first team games mm-hmm. naturally he has to train properly he has to be ready he has to be focused enough he has to deliver in training but certainly from the glimpses that we can see not even just today but in previous games he's more than capable Barry Ferguson said last night when I asked him, you know, is he big enough? Has he got the stature? He said, hey, if you're good enough, you're big enough. Yeah. And he is. Yeah. Well, he's strong. He's got a low centre of gravity. Just mm. saying there, you know, I think the muscles in his thighs, which means he's got a low centre of gravity. He'll take a few hits. He'll bounce about. He's got to use his physical presence. But smashing players, it's 4-0 Rangers. And the John, scorer, John Hartson, do you want to say? You predicted it? I told you, even before he came on, I said, my, my, uh, and I'm not, I you're don't sticking bet. sticking your neck out there, not, John, aren't you? Jermaine DeFoe to score, so I'm really sticking bet, your neck out. I've not bet for 10 years, but I tell you something, I give everybody whoever's listening, <laughs> I said before he came on, I yeah. bet Jermaine DeFoe will yep. come on and he will score. And that's yeah. exactly what he's done. Yeah. John Hartson, you got it right. Uh, took it well, didn't he? Look at the the play there. Stewart, maybe his last game, plays it through to the striker. He's got two or three players around yeah. him and he finds space. He, just, he comes alive in the 18-yard box. I've said it before, he's the master of the 18-yard box. You know, sometimes he goes through a game, he doesn't get involved in the play, Plus, but the minute it comes into his area... It comes alive. Wonderful finish. Wow. You can see the class, as you said, John, of he's that a cl- player. He's a class Amazing. act. You yeah. know, you look at uh, Morelos, no disrespect to Morelos. He's a good player. Uh, he's been good for Rangers in the time he's been there. Scored against Celtic this season. Uh, won his first um, uh, league this season, Morelos. But he's on in the first half. 
for 60 minutes he gets taken off. He hasn't had a shot on goal. Hasn't looked like scoring. Jermaine Defoe comes on in the last 10 minutes. He's had two opportunities. He scored one. There's Scott Brown on the ball with 90 minutes played. He plays it to Turnbull, changing of the guard there. Is he a future Celtic captain? Scott Brown, 620 games, 22 major titles with Celtic. Not least the quadruple treble, which uh, took them... Remember the... The Cup was just, what, five months ago, end mm-hmm. of December. But it's the Stephen Gerrard era now. Celtic tried to get a winner right at the end. As they get into the box, John's a chance here. Dembele, yeah, just but Dembele no. Just, yep. just held on to it for a little bit. But again, a young boy coming in, wanting to do a bit extra, make his mark. But um, that's a free kick for Hibbs. We're into injury time. Three minutes added on. Willie Collum gives a foul against John Joe Kenny. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hibs can waste a few more seconds now. See but this game out. Just a further from our conversation when we said earlier about Jermaine Defoe, you know, will he play on? Will he not? Ask him after this game. Does he want to play on? Mm. Or does he want to be a coach? His yeah. answer will be: I, tell you what, I Stephen, want to play on. Looks, I want to be a first team he looks player. Fit enough and hungry oh, lean, enough yeah. to play he's on. He's lean. I think it was a link with Sunderland potentially. Uh, Lee, ah. what do you call it? Sunderland manager. Good. He might go back there because they yes, love him in Sunderland. They like yeah. him. Well, he yeah. kept them up single-handedly oh, well, in the yes, Premier League, yeah. didn't he? What's happening, John? 91 minutes gone and uh, Hibs there, they feel that they should have something in the Celtic box. Yes, but, uh, Irvin, here it comes. Irvin yep. it was. It goes, the two competing in the air. Dodge wins the header. Irvin and Ayer and Irvin, Ayer actually gets a great block and the Hibs players are remonstrating with the ref because they feel it should have been a, it should have been a corner kick but the ref's given a goal kick. But uh, uh, one minute, 20 seconds on the clock. Celtic in possession with Turnbull. Can, yep. they, can they do something in this last couple of minutes to win the game. Lee Johnson, that was his name. I couldn't get his name. Sure, he yeah. played at Kilmarnock, didn't he? His, his, his Lee dad. Johnson, ex-Bristol City manager. Yeah, well, he's manager of Sunderland. The Champions Rangers, there's only, only two minutes to play, a minute and a half, Stephen. So, 4-0 Rangers. This is the way the manager and the fans would want yeah. to finish the season. Well, he said yesterday in this presser that uh, it, it was almost a great season or the complete season. Today it is the complete season because it went unbeaten. And you mentioned legends earlier. There he is, John Craig, MBE, the greatest ever Ranger of all time yeah. as voted by the fans. And it's great to see John there. And it was really nice that Stephen Jarrett was saying, I look forward to getting a picture with the trophy with Walter Smith. Yeah, which is, which is you know, saying the right things. But I think he means it. He said Walter Smith has been great for him. He's been there as a sounding board. He's been there for advice. As a lot of ex-Rangers players will have been. Naturally, you've got to make your own decisions. You've got to take it your own direction. But sometimes a wee phone call doesn't help, Paul, just to make sure you're on the right track, just to keep you yeah. going, just to pick you up when spirits are low. And I think that's when the, the top-class characters and ex-managers know when to phone the prodigies. When things are low and they're down, give them a little phone call. So no doubt he'll look forward to that, Stephen Gerrard. Hibson Celtic still nil-nil as we're in the dying seconds of that game and the Rangers game's got 40 seconds. So Easter Road, the whistle should go first. It's just gone. So Hibs nil, Celtic nil. And we'll just see Scott Brown coming off there. John Kennedy is uh, does the bump there with Jack Ross but we want to keep our eyes on what's happening at Ibrooks because that's where mm-hmm. the attention will go now and uh, the Colombian has got his flag around him there hasn't he up in the stand and there's Kemar Roof as well who's had a, a good season yeah. with Rangers Listen, uh, they've had to work for it aren't they? you yeah. know, they've had to work for it they've had to you know, suffer setbacks and disappointments throughout but this season they've really been on the money they've been on point in almost every league game the referee's whistle has went, uh, Stephen Glass and Stephen Gerrard. Piss pumped together, uh, Alan Russell coming into shot, but now it's all about Rangers, celebrations and enjoying the moment. 
102 points. The Champions Rangers, only 13 goals conceded here in the league. Um, it's just it's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. It is. And, you know, if anyone had said at the start of the season they would win the league in the manner they did by with the amount of points that they've accumulated, the gap between them and Celtic, the goals scored... I don't think anyone would have believed you. Yes, there was a possibility they could have won the league, but not in the manner, the way that they have. They've absolutely been relentless in every single game in pursuit of the title. And once he got the bit between their teeth, there was no stopping them. 0-0 at Easter Road, 4-0 for Rangers. So they're plus 79. And uh, yeah, we're just St. Johnson and Livy. We'll just double check they were still playing. It was nil-nil as we went into. Told you, John told you the time you score, I told yeah. you that'll be a draw. And what will that mean then? <laughs> yeah, well, let's just wait for the full time, and then we'll know for sure what it is. Quick break, and then we're back, and it's the title celebrations. Remember, please stay away from Ibrooks. The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Title celebration will start shortly inside at Ibrox Rangers. A four-goal win over Aberdeen this afternoon. 102 points after the 38 games. Celtic finished. It's now uh, the gap. Celtic drawing nil-nil with Hibs at Easter Road. And we're just waiting for the full-time whistle to go at St. Johnson and Livy where it has been nil-nil. But it's Rangers Day. Let's go on the lines. 0808 17 17 700. Gary, a Rangers fan, is there. Gary, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Stevie. Good afternoon, John. Hi, Gary. Good afternoon. Hi, Gary. Yeah, the guy's saying hi and well done to you. How are you feeling? 4 0. I mean, 10, nine, 10 years ago, we drew 2 2 with Peter Head. Mm. Today, we won the Scottish Premier League title for the first time in 10 years. I mean, I've got goosebumps, man. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Rangers 102 points, Celtic 77 points. That's a 25-point gap. That's uh, mm. absolutely phenomenal. Could you have imagined, Gary, you would be 25 points ahead of Celtic? Not at all. Not, not even remotely close. I would have took a point. I would have took two points. Uh, I mean, we, we drew against teams like, like 10 years ago. We were drawn against teams like Annan, Elgin, getting beat off teams like Clyde. We're now here in this position and... Uh, it's a special day special day for Rangers fans it's been a long time coming and oh, I'm so happy so proud and I- I'm glad we're back where we, where we are here's John Hartson Gary can you, do you feel now uh, in particular you know showing this season how comfortable it has been for you um, to win the the, uh, the, the, the title um, can you do you feel now you can go on and win more I have, I have a slight reservation, John. I won't lie to you. Mm. We we seem to have a sort of slight jinx in cups. I don't know if it's overconfidence. I don't know if it's lack of interest. If it was just a case of this year, it's the league. Regardless, you know, don't get me wrong. We pushed all we managed to get to the last sixteen of Europe. But um, next year, I would hope that we can at least do a double. If we've managed to do this this year, we need to push on and do a double next year. One of the reasons I said, can you win more, was the fact that, you know, you, you've got momentum, you've got a really good team. Uh, Steven Gerrard will add to what you've got and you know all the changes and all the turnover that Celtic has to do with the new manager coming in. And I'm just saying that as as a, as a, as a place and as a football team right now, you know, you're in the ascendancy, aren't you? That's what I'm saying over the next two or three years. If I was a Rangers player now, 
I'd be going away thinking we're favourites to win next year because of that little advantage we have over Celtic and the way that we've beaten them so comfortably this season. Mm-hmm. Gary, where do you? Yeah, I'm twitter no, I'm still alive. Total lie. I'm thirty-two. <laughs> thirty-two. So, so it's, you know, some we were talking about it earlier. Some young Rangers fans don't remember even, you know, Rangers winning a title or you know having successful days. So, you know, I've no doubt that you've travelled the length and breadth of the country, watching the team, spending the money, hoping they would come back. So, I think that's why there's a lot of emotion about today because you know a lot of people have been through the mire, they've had to suffer, and they've had to watch their team struggle right from the bottom to the top. I suppose the question would be. Has it been worth it? Totally, Stephen. Totally. I mean, if you ask me 10 years ago when we hit the bottom, and like I said, that first game, the job was Peter Head. Yeah. See if you ask me after that game, 10 years from now, Rangers, we're going to win the SPFL title, and it's going to be with, what was it, sorry, 25, 25 points? 25, yeah. Mm-hmm. 25 points. I would have been like that, mate, you're full of nonsense. Totally mm-hmm. full of nonsense. <laughs> but I mean, to actually be standing here now, it's done. And don't get me wrong, I'll, I'll totally give the fact Celtic had a horrendous season. I didn't expect it to be by that much if we did do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm so delighted. I'm so, so happy. And uh, it's brought a tear to an old guy's guy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> an old guy of 32. <laughs> Yeah, That's 25 it, points. You, you know that life expectancy in Glasgow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's hope it's going up. That's the biggest ever points gap over Celtic. The best the last time was uh, in the John Barnes season. So that's over 20 years ago. It was 21 points. And Gary, yeah, you, you speak so well about it because, you know, going down to Stranraer, going to Brecon, Peterhead, all these journeys. Um, it's easy to forget, isn't it? Uh, and Celtic were so dominant. They, you know, they were bringing in 28 million in the Champions League and you were in the second and then the first division and in the championship and it took you two seasons to come out of there and you thought well and then when you came up you still couldn't do it and then got Steven Gerrard because it would take time and mm. um, Celtic should have gone further ahead but they haven't but in football there's no guarantee of winning John is there everything no. changes in time it, nobody's going to be dominant forever will Rangers continue to be I guess that was your question there well, to it's, Gary it's been Rangers is is um it's Rangers' day to day. It's been Rangers' season. Mm-hmm. It's been Rangers' year. Yep. But like all other great clubs, Celtic will be back. They will be back. It's just a case of when, because there's so much to do at Celtic. Players leaving, um, loans, new manager, people settling into the, And whereas with Rangers, they're riding the crest of a wave. Steve Gerrard's won his first uh, title. He'll want to win more. Sure. He won't just want to say, well, look, I'm happy to win one. I want to do this again. And they'll feel with the team that they have, beating Celtic four times this season, you know, in the five or six yeah. times they've mm-hmm. played, that is total sure. dominance. And like Celtic, they've gone from dominance to being beat. Rangers will learn possibly from that. They've dominated this season. They'll want to continue to dominate. And as I said, if Celtic are not... If they're not proactive in the people that they bring to the club, manager and players and staff, Rangers got an opportunity to dominate now over the next few years. I see that happening. Gary, what about uh, the striker there, Jermaine Defoe? You've not seen much of him this season, but you saw him coming on there. You saw his class, he scored. Would you like to see him re-sign for next year? Totally, absolutely. I actually just said that to my brother-in-law there. I said... uh, if that guy's not going to be there as a striker, he's got to be there as a coach. As the past two games, he's come on with in the vicinity of 10 minutes and he scored. 
I mean, this, this is a world-class striker. He might be uh, later on in his years, but I mean, how, how many people can actually stack up to Jermaine Defoe? Mm-hmm. See, when you go into the statistics and games per goals, and I mean, for the guy's age, I mean, the guy's got to be there next season for his... Um, and like you are saying, hopefully Rangers can do a year or two of dominance. I mean, people said last year, two years ago, Rangers were five, ten years behind Celtic. This year, Rangers have done it. So people saying now, oh, Celtic are two, three, four, five years maybe away to catch up with Rangers. Mm. I, I don't think it's as major as people make out. It just a season can turn on a result. Yep. Um, but th- this season, it's t- ten long years and. I'm so, so glad. I'm very, very happy. <laughs> John is disagreeing with you, but you'll like to hear this. As Rangers come back mm. down the tunnel, you'll miss nothing here in Go Radio with OPC Energy Limited. There comes the, the manager. Hands in pockets, looks quite casual, looks relaxed. The heat's off for him. And, and there's Ryan Jack. Great to see him back in recovery for next season. Stephen Davis going down. And there's the Morellis. I'm laughing because he's got the phone out. Many of them have. Yeah. And they're capturing this moment, Stephen Craigan. Well, it's memories. Yeah. Listen, that's what it's all about. You work hard as a professional football player. You want to be successful. You want to deliver trophies. And when you're a club like Rangers, you have to deliver trophies. Otherwise, you're moved on very quickly, whether you're a player or whether you're a manager. So today, you know, they've suffered a lot of setbacks. They've suffered at times when they haven't played well. They've been criticised. But uh, now they've delivered. You know, they've came to the big stage. They've came to the big league. What, 38 games unbeaten in the season is an incredible return. So the players will want to you know, cherish this. They will want to make sure they have coverage of it for themselves where they can show their kids or their grandkids in years to come and say, we stopped 10 in a row and we started a new era of success for Rangers. Gary, look at those two, Morelos and Defoe together getting a selfie. That's a double act, isn't it? Totally. And I really, really think that he's actually uh, rubbed off on Alfredo. Mm-hmm. I know he's had a couple of little moments this year, but I think Defoe's kind of steered him in the right direction. And that's what I think is amazing about Rangers. You know, they've got somebody like uh, Stephen Davis in midfield. I mean, who, who else can you look up to in football? The guy's an absolute professional. Uh, he's just pff, amazing year on year. He's taught me statistics. Mm-hmm. This year, he's maybe had his best season as a footballer mm-hmm. uh, on the field. Um, somebody like Jermaine Defoe as well, when you actually uh, break it down to goals per games and stuff, he's probably had one of the best games. Yeah. You've got a big... Uh, centre-back like Conor Goldson he's played every minute every minute at every game that's that's not really heard of much now a lot of teams will play like their second team or even a wee third team player in there mm. you know just to get in time but I think it's unbelievable what we've done this season and yeah. I'm just I'm so proud Gary so well, here's your moment because here is the trophy the chairman of Rangers Douglas Park is coming out with the trophy and just behind him John Gregg Rangers' uh, most famous captain, I'm former just manager. Have to change rooms. I need to watch yeah. this. Go and see it, Gary. Of now. course. Thank you. Cheers, Gary. Well done. Are, have you taken the phone Thank with you? you? Have you still got? Are you on the yeah, mobile? No, no, no. I'm still here. Take the mobile. Yeah, no, yeah don't go. We've got a Rangers <laughs> fan live. Yeah, you're on. Yeah. You're still live on go because, of yeah, course, yeah. it's such a shame the fans can't be inside the ground. There are many outside. Uh, the ground and it's already there John there isn't it, it St- yep. Stephen yep it's yeah, all set in. up yeah, as bit, normal it's a yep. bit surreal because you don't get to shake anyone's hand or you don't get yep. to cuddle anybody you just got to go and pick up your medal and then James Tavernier I imagine will come along and, and lift up the trophy the fireworks will go off you can see the, the confetti and the paper that's all cut up round about so listen you ask these guys has it been worth it has the suffering been worth it it always is when you get to where you want to get to in the end but there was huge pressure on this group of players huge pressure on the manager ahead of this season real question marks could they go and deliver could they go and stop 
10 and could they start success for themselves and they've delivered with a plan uh, you, got, look, you look at it now Gary and uh, and the boys here look at all that staff yep <laughs> Gary McAllister so a, a sports scientist um, to the, to whoever does the stats and the set pieces yeah. they're a team not just a team on the pitch but they've shown with Stephen allowing Stephen Gerrard to bring in six or seven of his own staff you know culminating over three years and this is what it's led to it's led to the mm. title so credit to Douglas Park and, and the rest of the board for backing their man and giving him his opportunity to bring in his own staff that that is crucial at times and and the recruitment as well. The, you know they brought in some really good yep. players. They've got experience. They mentioned Alan McGregor, Stephen Davis, Jermaine Defoe. Mm. That's the spine. Yep. That's the spine throughout the team. So listen, it's Rangers' day. There's no going away from it. Big and, corner, um, John. Don't so, forget Big Connor. Connor Gonson. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he, sorry, he would have been my player of the year, by the way. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think Golson's had a brilliant season. Yep. So right the way, right the way through the spine. You know they've I, they've done a job on Celtic, and it's their day. Uh, listen, Celtic will be back, but for now, you know Rangers will enjoy the day, and obviously it's it's been a great season for them. Yeah, Michael Beale's been up for his. Gary yeah. McAllister, you mentioned Ross. Wilson there as well and now the players come forward yeah. Stephen Craigan first up Alan yeah. McGregor well yeah I mean he's the guy you want to go and lead from the front I think he's led from the front even though he's not been captain but he certainly set the standard for everyone else and they're the, you know that's the unusual thing I'm talking about that you have to pick a medal up there's none of this handing over or putting it around your neck I don't think the players will really care they're filming it they're looking at it they're on the phone I think there's some family members are the players as well through Zoom calls or through mm. Facebook or whatever it may be shaking but, hands there yeah. with Douglas but is Douglas saying what do you fancy is it a 6 series an 8 series yeah, BMW well, from it'll be, well, yeah. I tell you what he certainly <laughs> put his money in that's for he sure has. you know yeah. he's put his money in when and the Barry Ferguson told us at the start of the season he said on go first no they're not going to have to sell Morelos and everyone thought Morelos yeah. was going as uh, Jermaine Defoe comes up for his and the man himself uh, Morelos yeah. is there just now sorry Stephen taking no, us through no, there no yeah. listen it's fine listen the players have worked ever so hard for this moment it was interesting John spoke about the staff I think it's more staff getting medals than there was players <laughs> yep. but anyway that's what that's it's all the way about it is, well, it's a team yeah, effort yeah. no doubt about it team effort and they've deserved it and they're now on the podium Gary you can see there uh, as they stand how are you feeling at the moment Gary? I'm not going to lie obviously slightly emotional as you guys know when I was on the last time when yep. we, we kind of secured that and here comes your manager. He's just put it round <laughs> his neck. And there he is. A big hug there with the, the chairman, with the director, uh, Stephen Gerrard. Now a hug there with John Gregg. Uh, Stephen Gerrard joins the players at the podium. As uh, written, no, In fact, uh, he's going to the side. He's leaving it for the players. John Hartson, Stephen uh, Gregg and Stephen. Gary, what are you seeing now? Connor Goldson. Yep. See, after 10 years, it's absolutely unbelievable. See, it has... A guy like Stephen Gerrard, who uh, whose name in football is completely unblemished, to take a chance to come to Glasgow Rangers, you know how big we were. But don't get me wrong, we were going through the toughest of times. But he's managed to pull us through. And don't get me wrong, see after last year, I questioned it. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, sorry, not last year, the year before, I was well, at the Aberdeen game at Hampden Park. But Gary, you stuck with it, and look what's happened for you as James Tavernier. It's going to be strange because it's just the players inside mm-hmm. and the backroom staff. Gary, stay with us. He does that. We, uh, yeah, what are they doing, Stephen Gregg? And it's that kind of yeah. the noise beforehand. Well, I think they're trying to create the atmosphere for themselves. That's for sure. Up goes the trophy. The players are celebrating, and I can imagine there's a lot of noise going on through Glasgow at the minute. I would imagine a lot of celebrating, a lot of hugging going on. Um, but the players have have delivered. That magnificent trophy, there's the smiles of Stephen Gerrard 
as wide as the Clyde and so it should be there yeah. on the south side it's gone from the east end where it was for nine years it's come to Rangers the champions of Scotland 2021 as the official pyrotechnics go off Scottish Premiership champions 2021 Rangers there's uh, Calvin Bassey there enjoying the moment Zungu enjoying the moment and Jack it's good to see him back there you see the Croatian flag there as well with Barisic uh, it's quite a moment Gary for you there for your team yep you're the champions. No, I mean, we had a couple of second behind you. <laughs> but just, just to have them hold that aloft, and I brought Shadim on the day, you know. Both players, I mean, we just look at the background checks that went into the kind of players, your Aribos, yeah. you know, your Barris. See, when the people came in, everybody's going, who are these people? Mm -hmm. These people have now won the Scottish title. They've got Rangers to the uh, last 16 of the Europa League the past two years in a row. But these players are unbelievable. So Ross Wilson, you know, tip yep. my hat to him. Tip my hat to Dave King. He was a guy that had the, uh, yep, the view he of this. He's like, yep. no, this is going to come round, you know, mm -hmm. and it did. And see, at the time I'm going, we've heard this so many times before, but it, it came to fruition. And thank you to all the directors, thank you to all the players, and especially thanks to all the Stephen Gerrard's background staff, because he said from day one, it's not me, it's the staff, and it is, it's the full team. So Yeah, he's been very generous with everyone, and their special moment, Stephen Cragen, Glenn Kamara yeah. raising the trophy. Yeah, and I think, you know, his his reputation has uh, has grown as a Rangers player over the last 18 months. He's been absolutely sensational. You know, you're talking about bringing players in, £50,000 is all they cost, and he, he's way outperformed that. You know, his value is at way into the millions, but I quite like the fact that Steven Gerrard's taken a back seat. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just watching what's going on. He's created this group of players. He's created this atmosphere amongst the group. Of course, the players have to go and win the games, but he's taken a back seat. He's letting them enjoy the moment, but no doubt when his time comes to lift the trophy, he'll do it with pride. He will indeed. John. The boys who've come up, you know, from from other leagues as well. Then you know, Stephen Davis, Goldson, yeah. Defoe, Kent. They've come up to play for Rangers, and this is what they wanted. This is what they wanted. They wanted to win titles. They wanted to win medals, and it'd be a great day for them on a personal level because they managed to topple Celtic when they arrived at the club. Celtic was so far ahead, mm. but a lot of work has gone into it. Stephen just mentioned the staff, the manager, um, some really fantastic performances on a personal level for Rangers this season and they'll enjoy this moment because you have to enjoy them they don't come around you know every year like hotcakes if you like they don't um, I, I was very fortunate to win three titles in my Celtic career and I always say to young players whenever you do get the chance to win a medal enjoy it embrace it because it don't last forever I'm retired now and I'm shot I'm gone do you know what I mean but my favourite moments were that all right, it's a shame the crowd are not there today at Ibrox to celebrate with them. But one of my favourite moments was walking around the stadium yeah. with the trophy in front of the fans and they're all chucking scarves on, blah, blah, blah. But it's Rangers' day. They've earned it. The players that have been there for several years now working alongside Gerard. today they get their awards for all their hard work and it's fantastic for them. And Gary, so they've moved over now. They've got 55 there in front of them. The champagne corks are are popping. Stephen Cragen? Yeah, it's funny because, you know, so many of these players, it's their first ever top flight title win. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I mean, some of the guys won the championship. Stephen Davis has won it before. Alan McGregor's won it before. But very few of them yeah. will have won a it's, top flight title in any league. It's the manager's first title. Well, it is, absolutely. You know, but as a player in England, forever the player that he was, of Champions course. Leagues, FA Cups, yep. scoring goals in these games... 
Stevie will, will take yeah. this in as, as well as the players will. That's a great point. And Gary, yeah. I, I don't think if, sorry, I don't think if Alan McGregor and Stephen Davis, two players that have previously experienced it, <laughs> I don't think if they were there that they would have done it. I think they might have actually kept players grounded this season. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's been the problem in the past two seasons. Like Rangers have blitzed it, we've got to Christmas and then we've bottled it. Gary, Uh, we're laughing because someone or some of them have uh, doused the manager in champagne, but he doesn't seem to be bothered at all. (laughs) Stephen Craig was saying he's under the doing it again. Guess who's done it, Gary? Right, Gary, guess which player? Go on. Probably watching it. <laughs> he's, a few minutes, he's, he's just behind. <laughs> no. he, he's a few moments behind. Alfredo it's Morales. Morales. Yeah. Alfredo Morales. Always the joker. Alfredo. Always wanting to keep people entertained. Yep. I'm sure Stephen Gerrard will be able to afford a new suit. I think you'll be okay for that, Mark. I wouldn't <laughs> worry about that. <laughs> yep. I, I, I mean, I think he totally deserves it. I think Stephen, uh, sorry, Stephen Gerrard was on his, his last season as Rangers manager. If he didn't win that this season. Mm-hmm. So he's pulled it out of the bag and yep. he's done basically with the best of them. When they brought him in, it was a case of unity stopped the 10 and he stopped the 10. Uh, it's a major, major thing. I know anywhere else around the world, it's like, what, what, it doesn't matter who wins it. Like, no, in Scotland, especially in Glasgow, to stop the 10 is something major and he's going to go down and major sport loss was every single person in that team. Gary, listen, thanks very much for joining us. What a special moment for you and for thousands of Rangers fans in Glasgow, around the west of Scotland and across the world listening to us here on Go Radio. You are the champions and it's quite an afternoon. What are you going to do now personally? I know you're not going to go... You were saying you were, you were taking it easy last night. What about the rest of today? I just want to say thank you, obviously, to yourself, John and Stephen. Um, as usual, we'll have a couple of shandies. A couple of shandies, yeah. <laughs> Good luck to you, Gary. Right. Great caller, by the way. Enjoy. Well done, Great. Mate. Well done. And Thanks. listen, we'll give you, you we'll Thank give you a call tomorrow if you don't mind, because Barry will be in as well. I think I think you'll be okay, won't he? He's been training today and getting tested. Gary, thanks so much for joining us. Back in a Thank moment. You, Cheers. The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Rangers celebrations continue at Ibrox. Uh, there's quite a few fans outside. They've been urged to stay away. Look, we understand it as well. It's uh, it's taken uh, 10 years. Rangers are the champions. And uh, quite a scene there. And Stephen Gerrard, as you mentioned, uh, if you're just tuning in, Celtic drew 0-0 at Hibs. And uh, same scoreline, St. Johnson against Livy. So, Stephen, that's a guaranteed uh, European football next season for St. Johnson. Which you would have to say, Paul, is one. Of, it must be one of the best or most successful seasons in their history. Yeah. You know, the consistency of the team getting into the top six. You've got to think, I think it was October, they were bottom of the table. Yep. You, you know, were worried as well yeah. about the manager, and weren't you? I'm not you? saying people yeah. were questioning Callum Davidson, but they were starting to think, we is bet. this working? Mm. You know, where are they going? Where are they going from here? And what a turnaround for them. Disappointment for Livingston, but, you know, St. Johnston, I think, over the piece had been the better side. But, of course, we can talk about this all day long. All people want to know about and hear about is what Rangers have done in the celebrations and the trophies and the success they've had. So, yeah, they've earned it. The players will enjoy it, no doubt about it. Um, but there's more to come. There has to be more to come. You can't just uh, go and win one trophy. Rangers fans demand you win more. John, it's not raining at Ibrox, but you'd think so when you see yeah. Stephen Gerrard going live on Sky. Well, why not? The champers. He's, he's yeah. been soaked in champagne. Yeah. <laughs> and as I said, I keep repeating myself, yeah. but uh, even coming from a former Celtic player, yeah. Rangers have been outstanding this season. There's no going away from it. They've totally dominated from start to finish. I think they were 15, 16 points clear in January. So Celtic yeah. had an awful lot. Of, they were always playing catch-up ever since they lost that first um, derby at Celtic Park 2-0 at the start of the season where Edward was out with COVID and 
Rangers dominated that particular game. Elianusi missed a great chance. But they've just gone on. They've gone from strength to strength to finish. Invincible has not been beaten you know, at all in the league. Um, it's been a remarkable season for them. They've had to wait three years, but they've been building and building up to today. And it's it's Rangers' day and it's been Rangers' season. So, you know, you have to congratulate, congratulate them on that. But they have to squeeze more. That's the yeah. thing. You know, I don't think Stephen Gerrard's the type of manager or type of person who will, you know, settle for one trophy or, you know, rest on his laurels. He'll be wanting to push on and squeeze more of the squad that he's got. He'll be going to the board and saying, listen, these days or this day that we've given you, we want to give you more. We need more investment. We want to push on. We want to get better players and we want to make this sure this is a recurring theme and that will be the test moving on from there. It just shows you the contrast this season because we can see uh, Scott Brown being interviewed there just a moment ago on Hibs TV and I think the club football uh, TVs have done a brilliant job this yeah. season mm. with COVID so they have and I'm not knocking it and there's Stephen Gerrard live on Sky uh, because they're the champions yeah. Scott Brown that era is over he would love to have been on live on Sky today getting the, the, the championship for the, the final time for him yeah. it would have been 10 but no it's Rangers and as John you're saying 25 points in this between the two it's, long, it's uh, and I know there, there, are, there are thin margins in football but Celtic got off to that really bad start and listen it's Rangers day today yeah. as uh, I'm just laughing because you see Morelos uh, he's up there they're having a, a, a bit of a dance going on there with some of the players Glenn Camara enjoying it as well it's amazing what success does to you yeah. winning a trophy it makes you think you can dance <laughs> I mean these guys are jumping about there are not many rhythm to them at all but yeah. anyway listen they enjoy themselves that's what it's all about and this is where you learn about camaraderie within the squad when you see them all together you see them all grouping together and driving through together and that'll just build the bond moving forward oh, Scott Arfield there it looks as though it's uh, he's the wee girl family yeah. there it's just brilliant Absolutely. John would you be saying to the Celtic players you know that are going to be here next season you need to watch this and you need to feel it and you need to come back next year Oh, of course. Better. They'll certainly yeah. be feeling it. And and whichever way you want to weigh it up this season, Celtic have just not been on a level of Rangers this season. Right from the off, um, Rangers sort of put a marker down and they went from strength to strength. Let's, let's have a look at the stats for a minute, Paul. Mm, okay. Conceded 13 goals, not been beaten, beaten Celtic four times, knocked Celtic out of the Scottish Cup. Um and they've just gone from strength to strength. They've added players as well. Through the, the recruitment was very good at the start of the season. Um, and and for me, you, you can't take anything away from them. And, you know, I have to say, as I said, as a former salary, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. But I'm, I, you know, I'm impartial enough to give players and a manager credit where it is due. And there's no doubt about it. Rangers have been the best side, not just by a little bit, but by a country mile, by the way, it's 25 points. Wow. If I was a Celtic player, I'd be embarrassed. Mm. I'd be embarrassed with, with that sort of... Um, well, if you're Dermot Desmond... Well, and, and Celtic have to now respond yeah. because the, the fear is with the Celtic supporters, you can't just... Football is not just a switch, Craigs. No. You can't just turn it on and turn it off and say, this will be good this year. This we'll have a, You've got to work at it. You've got to have that yep. togetherness, that desire, by the right type of player, winners. Like Celtic have shown over the previous nine years, by the way, they've been remarkable. But to have lost the title, they have to respond. And great clubs and big clubs do respond. But again, we go back to Rangers, we'll finish on Rangers because it's their day and it's been their year. 
What's next for Rangers? I think that's the question. Are you going to ask me that, Paul? I was, ex- I was about to say to you, yeah. Stephen, so what, what, what are they going to do next? Because it's, yeah. it's going to be Eddie Howe on Monday, we believe. Mm-hmm. But Rangers will be saying, let's keep this uh, yeah. momentum up. So what's next for Rangers? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think domestic dominance. They will want to continue domestic dominance, picking up domestic trophies. Progress in Europe, I think that's a little bit harder mm-hmm. because they reached their peak this year against Slavia Prague. You know, that was a, a tough one to ask. They've got Champions League football next year. Is this squad good enough to get into the Champions League? And I'm not wanting to put anyone down, but I think they need a little bit more. So and he, either, he knows that, doesn't yeah, he? Well, he does. Yeah. So that means investment. If you want to play at the big table and you want to play with the big boys, that means investment. And I mean significant investment. You look at the Champions League this year, even the Europa League, the last eight or last 16, your Ajax, your Manchester United, your Tottenham Hotspur, your Arsenal, uh, who was the other ones I'd put down, your AC Milan. And these clubs have invested hundreds of millions. So that just shows you the gap that Rangers still have to make up. You know, the Champions League is a, a, a huge step, maybe beyond this group, which is why they might need to add another two or three just for that little bit of quality. They're going to have to keep, you know, trying to unearth the gems or unearthing the gems. Can't always do it that way. You may have to have a little bit of investment. So the, the next gap is huge in Europe, but certainly domestically, it's about picking up as many trophies as you possibly can. Not resting in your laurels, not letting your standards drop, continuing to squeeze as much as you possibly can out of every player in your squad. But you know what it's like in Scotland. The fans, I mean, the days of looking for European success have gone. I think that partly um, hampered Celtic this season. I think there was so much attention mm-hmm. on the 10 that, see, when they went out of Europe so early, the Champions League, Ferenc Varos, there was almost, there wasn't that much said about it. They talked about the 10. Yeah. Actually, we're a long way off Rangers and Celtic for Champions League success I completely agree with you for the Cups he must want to do he he needs to win them next season as well as the league they start as favourites then Stephen yeah for the league of course they do Rangers because there's there's not as much surgery to be done to that squad than what there is to the Celtic squad you know so you'd imagine the continuity will give them a huge edge at the start of the season it's how quickly Celtic can get their manager in place how quickly they can get the players in get the squad together get them bonded but Rangers are steps ahead and when you're a step ahead, you've got to punish. You've got to really ram home your advantage. And that will be the message from Stephen Well, the Gerard. proof is there. The proof is there. Just look at the league title. Yeah. The yeah. proof is there. They haven't got to say any more than that. But you're right, Craigs. I think they will continue to add. And that makes it an even bigger job for Eddie Howe, who comes in um, as a stranger, really, to the club. He wouldn't have known mm-hmm. an awful lot about Celtic. But again, the fans will want a huge reaction. And it's going to take money as well. Eddie Howe will need a big budget. Mm-hmm. Need a big budget. All right, you might get some money for the plays you may yeah. sell on. Eduard. I, yeah, yeah possibly. Aya, Christy, mm. whatever. Maybe McGregor. We're hearing that uh, yeah, a few clubs we, want we, him. We yeah. don't know. But um, Selig will be able to generate some money from sales. But also, uh, there's no doubt the manager will want back in from the board Stephen to claw this back. Yeah, it took him yep. three years to win his first trophy. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure Eddie Howe, if it is going to be Eddie Howe, will get three years to win his first trophy. Sure. I think his tenure could be a lot shorter than that if he doesn't win a trophy. Mm-hmm. Maybe not next season, but certainly the following season, mm-hmm. they must be looking and demanding the win trophy. He certainly got the two years plus and the season started so well for him. So, yeah. you know, I think when you look back on the history, yeah, it's the end of the third season, but they did this a long time ago. Rangers were in the box seat since October, November yeah. and they'd such a gap with Celtic and that thing that you mentioned earlier, that moment when Alan McGregor saved against uh, Griffiths was probably yeah. Celtic's last chance before remarkable. Dubai. And that remarkable. Was, wasn't it? It's been a remarkable so, yeah. season to think that we go back to the 10 in a row. Rangers have showed such a um, a will and, and a desire to stop it. They've yep. showed more to stop it than what Celtic have shown to achieve it. 
absolutely mm. Neil Lennon said too many of the players didn't look as though they wanted to be there and he wanted to I think sell some of them and maybe they should but look it's Rangers day yep. today Rangers finished the season on 102 points the champions they're still there celebrating I'm just looking there at the uh, the pictures live on Sky Celtic second top on 77 points so there's 25 in it Hibs on 63 Aberdeen finish on 56 St Johnson on 45 alongside Livingston but just ahead of them on goal difference by two goals they get the automatic place in Europe at the bottom at the moment remember we're on tomorrow Hamilton they're going down um, I'm afraid Kilmarnock on 33 points Kelly on 30 Ross County on 36 they just need a point tomorrow uh, well that's the most they would need Dundee United on 43 St Mirren 44 Motherwell on 45 James Tavernier now being interviewed we've just got 30 seconds left as we uh, see there I mean Glenn Kamara what a season for him as well Stephen your final thoughts this afternoon yeah I'd imagine the Rangers fans but certainly the Rangers board and the Rangers manager will say this has to be the start this has mm. to be the beginning or the beginning of the, the club getting back to where it should be and maintaining domestic dominance the challenge is over to the players and the manager and John farewell to Scott Brown for all he did in this amazing era at yeah, Celtic yeah he couldn't just yep. couldn't quite finish with a, with a win obviously at the club when it all started for him Hibs but um, you know he's played at 620 games it's, it's fantastic career Scott wishing well moving on to Aberdeen and then back to Rangers um, a huge moment in their history stopping the 10 in a row winning their first title in 10 years but uh, thoroughly deserved to win the title they've been the best team in Scotland by a mile John great to share it with you Stephen fantastic to be with you this afternoon thanks for joining us tomorrow is Barry Ferguson Mark Guidi and myself we'll be on from 12 congratulations Rangers The Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from 5 I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.